The following show is brought to you by our friends over at Vaden of Pooler and, of course, Grassy Roofing. Thank you for your continued support of Raider Athletics. Welcome to the Raider Nation podcast. On this week's episode, we have a preview of the Elite Eight as we sit down with head football coach Baker Woodward and junior fullback Carter Allen and get their thoughts on a big rematch with the Wesleyan Wolves. All right, and we are joined here once again on the Raider Nation podcast with head football coach Baker Woodward. Coach, how are you doing today? Oh, man, I'm doing great, Devin. Just, uh, you know, another week uh, uh, playing football for these seniors and uh, be able to get to the Elite Eight for uh, the third year in a row is a blessing. And, yeah, hopefully, hopefully after Friday night, maybe just a chance we'll get to the Final Four. All right, Coach, so you mentioned it there. You guys are in the Elite Eight of the GHSA Single-A Private State Playoffs. If you could just recap last week's game for us. It was rainy, it was windy, and you guys were able to get the W at Pooler Stadium. So if you could just kind of recap that one for us for those of us that might have missed it and talk about what the keys to the victory were. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Pacelli did a great job. Their their coach is a older gentleman that was um, – you know, basically saying that they were not very good, but you know, I've been around long enough <laughs> to to figure out uh, a coach that's you know downplaying his team, and that's exactly uh, what he was doing. Um, you know, they were a really good football team, and uh, you know, we're a really good football team. I think we're on the verge of being a great football team, and um, you know, we beat uh, a team that um, had some great athletes. We talked about it in the in the previous podcast about how good uh, up front defensively Pacelli was and uh, you know we did not have that many yards rushing until late in the game and we knew that was going to be the case the guys up front they had a 300 pound nose guard and a 280 pound defensive tackle and we just had a lot of trouble blocking them uh, with guys that only weigh around 200 pounds and so it was a it was tough up front for us um, and you know George Futch and, and Spencer Robichaux had great games uh, along with Jordan Hoffman making a couple catches that helped uh, take some pressure off our offensive line. And uh, we were able to run the ball late in the game um, because our passing game was so effective. But just a, a great night by the offense. It all starts with the offensive line at center, Justin McGinnis, Garrett Perry, James Stevens, our three seniors, and our two sophomores, Cole Burns and Jeff Hudspeth. Uh, you know, they, they took some shots early in the game, and that nose guard was really uh, whooping them at first. But um, you know, it paid off. All their hard work paid off in the second half, and they just had a great game. And, again, our, our defense and Coach Walsh, his game plan to stop the wing tee, because I'm going to tell you right now, the Pacelli wing tee offense um, with 2,000-yard rushers and, you know, averaging, you know, 30, uh, 30-something points a game, um, Coach Walsh had to come up with a great game plan, and, and he, he did a great job in our linebackers, you know, Peyton Cromwell, uh, David Busey, Ashton Dorsey, those three guys had had big nights. But I think the biggest uh, biggest performance on our defensive line was was Caleb Womble, the junior Caleb Womble. He had a great game. I think he had three solo tackles. I think he had eight uh, total tackles, uh, a couple tackles for a loss, and just had a great game. And our secondary again, you know, led by uh, Bradley Anderson. Bradley Anderson with lots of tackles. 
and even an interception. Uh, so it's great to have him back for these last two games we've had. He's he's been back and, and just just playing great and uh, you know just proud of our seniors. Another week that we get to play, uh, so we get to practice, and another week we get to play football. And uh, looking forward to, to this this Friday night's Elite Eight game. Awesome, Coach. And you mentioned it. We are going to host again this week in the Elite Eight. Um, we're going to be taking on Wesleyan. But before we get to previewing that game, just a little bit more about this past week. Um, it was, you know, the, the second half of the season's kind of been the same story each game, um, where in the Calvary game, the Country Day game, and then now in this game, the other team has kind of hung around in the first half, and we've kind of put them away in the second half. So what does that show about your team? to where not only are you overcoming adversity, not only are you, you know, getting the W's, but you're able to, when when it's crunch time, when the game's on the line and you're in the quarters where the game is going to be decided, you guys do separate yourselves from your opponents in these region games and in the state playoffs. What, is, what does that kind of show you about the team you have um, playing for you this year? Yeah, I mean, it says a lot about our team buying in um, to the motto this year of being resilient. Um, and, you know, they, you know, they go in the halftime, we may yell, yell at them, maybe kick a few trash cans down or something, but they come back and they're resilient. They're ready to go in the second half. So I think there's a couple factors that buy into it. Just like I said, one, buying into our motto and two, you know, our, our conditioning program, coach Wallace does a great job in the off season, uh, running these guys and then, uh, our weight program. And also on Monday, you know, it's, it's always my job to make these guys push the sled. We push the sled, it's a five-man sled, every Monday. And then in the fourth quarter, we re re really need our, our fans to start, start chanting uh, sled in the fourth quarter because that's what we do. We hold up four fingers for the fourth quarter, and we chant the word sled, which is basically saying that, you know, we've put in the work on Mondays. We've pushed the sled. We've done our 360s. Our legs have been killed on Mondays and Tuesdays, and they're nice and fresh on Fridays for all four quarters. So I think it's a combination of that, buying into the motto, um, you know, buying into the strength and conditioning program, the sled. And I think lastly, I think our coaching staff has done a great job um, making halftime adjustments. You know, we, we know that they're going to try to do something defensively to stop our offense. And uh, once we can figure that out in the first half, we get film on it, we see what they're doing, then we can make halftime adjustments. And I think that's – um, proved right in, you know, a big 21 points, I think, uh, against Calvary in the second half. Um, you know, I think it was 28 points scored against uh, Country Day in the second half. And then, you know, just putting Pacelli away in the second half. Uh, so all those, I think, play and have some type of role. And uh, lastly, I think it's our senior leadership. I mean, these guys have been here before. You know, Bradley Anderson, Spencer Robichaud, Justin McGinnis, Garrett Perry, Cameron Powell, James Stevens. I'm sure I'm missing – um, you know, some some more seniors, uh, Blake Brown, you know, they've been in this situation before. They've been where it's been tough. And a couple of these guys are three-year starters. And so our leadership has really come through in those games where it's tight and we need big performances out of our second half. All right, Coach, so let's transition to this week. You guys have a huge game. Not only is it an Elite Eight state playoff game, you guys are hosting, which is another factor on top of everything. But to cap it all off and make it even more interesting, you guys are taking on Wesleyan. Wesleyan is a team that you guys played last year in the Elite Eight up at Wesleyan, and you guys fell short. So talk a little bit about 
What are the keys to this game going to be? And what do you see that when you're looking back at last year's team and last year's game, the difference where they were able to come out on top and why that may be different this year? Yeah, you know, last year, um, you know, obviously we had gotten beat in the regular season uh, by Country Day. And so it was a big buildup knowing that we were going to get a second chance at Country Day in the second round of the state playoffs. And, of course, we had a big win. You blew Country Day out, ended their season, um, and moved on to the Elite Eight. I, I, I felt like our team, um, after that emotional win, and it could have been my fault, um, but our emotional win against Country Day, we just kind of were okay with it. I felt like maybe a couple of the seniors were just so excited about that and that we were okay um, – with just getting how far that we've come. And, 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 you know, Wesleyan ran a fake punt right at the uh, beginning of the second half. And uh, after that fake punt, we we just never recovered. And I think we were kind of okay with where we were at. And so, you know, we got to – we we, want to be a great team. And great teams, um, they're never okay with where they're at. And, uh, you know, I don't believe that these seniors are. I I think that these seniors are are hungry. Uh, They realize that, yeah, we've got 10 wins. Yeah, we're region champions. But we want something bigger. And, uh, you know, we don't look at it as necessarily a revenge game. We just look at it as we've got to start believing that we can compete and possibly beat – these teams like Wesleyan and the teams like Eagles Landing and the teams like Prince Avenue. And so, you know, it starts this week. We've been going hard at it this week, and uh, we've just been trying to teach our guys that, hey, you guys are good enough to beat this team. And uh, I believe our seniors uh, have done a good job leading. Uh, we've done we've made some adjustments um, to some of our offense and some of our defense, and uh, the kids have, have taken well to it. And, you know, our seniors are, are going to push us to not just be good, but to be great. And that's what we're looking to be. We're looking to be great. We're looking to to beat teams like Wesleyan. Wesleyan, of course, um, they're not – they're the exact same team that they were last year. So we were facing the exact same team without – the only thing that's different is their quarterback. Their quarterback transferred to Blessed Trinity, uh, but they got the next man up, and he's, he's really good too. And so um, we're facing a, the state runner-up from last year, and we're going to have to do – um, buy into our to our motto of, of of course being resilient, but you know Raiders don't beat Raiders. We cannot afford to only play two quarters Friday night. You know I felt like um, you know the last couple games we've played two three quarters exceptionally well, but not four quarters well. And so in order to beat Wesleyan, in order to beat these teams that are really good, we've got to put together four quarters of football. And, um, you know, that's kind of bad news that we haven't put together four quarters, but at the same time, it's good news because, you know, we we don't know our capabilities all the way because we haven't put four quarters of football together yet. You know, it's been enough for us to do three quarters of football, you know, um, that that have done really well. Uh, So we haven't done four quarters of, you know, just our best quarters of football. And so if we do four quarters of our best quarters of football, then – you know, we're going to win Friday night and we're going to advance to the final four, but that's what it's going to take. We can't turn the ball over. We got to tackle well. We got to block well. And we cannot make mental mistakes uh, like we've had in the past. All right, coaching. We actually just had a bit of a special moment for the podcast. We actually stopped for a second because the official GHSA coin flip came out, which is done to decide who hosts 
when like seeds occur, which is happening this week and could potentially happen next week. And it turns out we won the coin flip again. So next week, if we were to get past Wesleyan this week, we would host the winner of Prince Avenue and Eagles Landing. And this kind of will lead him to our next question, which is this year we're in the Elite Eight again, potentially going further. Last year, we made it to the Elite Eight, played Wesleyan, who played for a state title. Last year, or the year before that, made it to the Final Four, played Eagles Landing, who won the state title. And then this year, we will play Wesleyan again and potentially either Prince Avenue, the number one team in the state, or Eagles Landing the following week at Pooler Stadium. What does it say about the program that the last three years we were able to make it as far as we did and play the quality teams we did that are winning or playing for state titles and putting ourselves in this situation? What does it say overall about the program that you're running and your, your staff is running and the kids are involved in? And, and what does it show about the future for Raider football here at SCPS? Yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know, you just kind of look back and, and see that, uh, you know, over the last three years now, we've, we've you know, it's kind of kind of crazy. I mean, I, I um, you know, I'm very proud of our, of our team, of our program. And, um, you know, of course, it, it all falls on the head coach. You know, if you if you lose a game, it's all on the head coach. But if, if you win a game and be successful, they're like, oh, man, he's a, he's a good coach. But um, it's, it's, it's about the staff, too, the, the program. Um, you know, we, we've – done a great job in our middle school you know we've done a great job hiring coaches in middle school we've got a, a great staff at our fifth and sixth grade eddie wilson is our is our fifth and sixth grade coach man he's kept that program down there together for a long time and then now our seventh and eighth grade um you know Derek fitzgerald's uh running it with you know with jimmy kelly and and brian gunn and a couple of those guys um <clears throat> joe hicks another one of our staff members down in seventh and eighth grade that uh They've done a good job, and those guys that are coming up, you know, like the, you know, the, the freshmen coming up, like Tyler Penrose, the sophomore that's coming up, um, you know, Eli Brown. They come, they're coming up knowing the system, and it's a testament to our overall program, our coaches at the younger level, um, that are that are equipping these guys to come up and and play right away, and uh, it all comes back to our assistant coaches too. We've got, um, I'm gonna tell you, we we've got the best staff in the state. You know it. It starts with our defensive coordinator, Robert Walsh. He's done a great job all year. He's our assistant head coach, and, you know, I'm able to bounce things off him. And it just pretty much can't run without him. I mean, he handles everything defensively. I handle everything offensively, and he does a, a phenomenal job. And, you know, we have the be, the very best running back coach um, in the nation, I would argue. He, he's played it. Uh, he's, he's been on the cover of Sports Illustrated, but William Bell – a phenomenal running back coach. I mean, if you look at the times, you know, knock on wood, we just we just don't fumble the football. And um, when we do, it, it's the most dreaded thing for our running backs because they're going to have to see Coach Bell on Monday, and it's it's not going to be good. And uh, But he does a, a phenomenal job. Our two offensive line coaches are Kempe and Caleb Womble, the father-son team. You know, Kempe played at, in, at South Carolina on the, in, in the SEC, and uh, – Caleb played it shorter. So two guys that have played at the college level, three guys on our offensive staff that have played at the college level um, that, you know, they know how to coach. And we added uh, Jason Cheatham to the staff this year, the high school staff, and he came from our middle school staff, and he's done a great job. He coaches our wide receiver. He's a lucky guy because he gets to coach 
uh, George Futch, you know, and Jordan Hoffman, two really, really good ones to start his uh, high school career coaching. But he does a phenomenal job, even with our player relations with the young guys, too. Uh, so, you know, there's, a, there's our offensive staff. They do a phenomenal job. And then, our, you know, Coach Walsh's defensive staff, you know, Coach Bell, he not only coaches uh, running back, but he coaches the, the cornerbacks, too, and Jason Cheatham. He coaches the uh, defensive backs, too. And then we have Coach Charlie Warren and Coach Johnny Anderson. You know, Johnny Anderson is our head defensive line coach. He also works in the weight room for us. But he has, a you know, just a great mind for football blocking schemes and how to play technique on, on defenses. And uh, he's done a great job. And he comes with about 15, 16 years of experience coaching. And then Charlie Warren used to be a head coach. Not going to mention the school where he was, but uh, he was a head coach, you know, 40 years ago at another at another private school, and so he has a um, you know, wealth of knowledge. And they all have different personalities that help to to just aid the program. And then we have a graduate assistant um, named Bailey Barnes, who I tell you, you know, he doesn't coach anything, but he handles all the film work and he paints every field uh and so that's a huge huge help from me and so you know why is the program moving in the right direction um you know one we've got great players and great kids here at savannah christian who come from great families and they buy into the to the motto and and, and two uh we have a great assistant coaches um they do a phenomenal job at, at the middle school level and at the high school level. And so, you know, we're very blessed here with some great coaches and great players. And, uh, you know, um, we want to make sure that, yeah, that's it's great that we've made it to the lead eight and we've made it to the final four in the past. But we want to know that we, uh, we want people to know that we're still hungry uh, to get further. I totally miss the guy that, that you know, wanted to brag about. And he's a, you know, he's going to be a big time coordinator. Hopefully we can keep him here. Um, you know, but that's Jake Clemens. Jake Clemens, he coaches our quarterbacks, and uh, he's a you know the first two years, the first I'm sorry, the first year here it was uh, I was new and it was hard to get input from the coaches because they didn't really know me. Um, but you know, Jake coming in is coaching our quarterbacks last year and coaching this year. He's got a just a great offensive mind, and uh, he's our he's really our passing game coordinator. He comes to me on the weekends and sends me text messages of what what pass plays will work and you know jake has a wealth of knowledge played college football another guy on our staff uh that played college football he played college quarterback at, at georgia southern he's very very familiar with the option game and which is a big part of our offense but i can i you know i forget i'm getting i'll be 40 next month so sometimes i forget uh names and uh but jake clemens man we couldn't do it without him he's done a phenomenal job and i just hope he stays here with us uh, at savannah christian for a long time all right, Coach, thank you for joining us here on the Raider Nation podcast. We will see your guys take on the Wesleyan Wolves this Friday night at Pooler Stadium. Once again, Coach, thank you for joining us here on the Raider Nation podcast. Yeah, and thanks, Devin. Thanks for doing this podcast. Uh, it's, it's, it's been great so far this year, and uh, always remember it's a great day to be a Raider. All right, and we are joined now on the Raider Nation podcast by junior fullback Carter Allen. Carter, how's it going? I'm doing really good today. I'm really excited about this week. All right, well, let's get into it. First, we'll talk about last week. So you guys got a big win last week in the second round of the GHSA single-A private state playoffs against St. Ann Pacelli. 
talk a little bit about what what do you think the keys to that victory were? And even yourself, you had a lot of success in the second half. What do you think the difference was, and what do you think put your team over the top this week? Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I think we should have beat them by more than we did. I think we uh, beat ourselves a lot in that game and made some mistakes, gave them, gave them a lot of points in that game. I, th- I think, uh, you know, they're a good football team, but I think we were better prepared than they were, and uh, I think we overall are a better football team. I think we just made mistakes, and that's the only reason that game was was even close. Awesome. Well, now you guys move on to the Elite Eight. You guys are taking on Wesleyan. This is a team you guys played in the exact same round last year. You had to travel up to Atlanta during Thanksgiving break, and you guys came away with the loss, and Wesleyan went on to play for the state championship. Basically, just tell me, what are you feeling? What is the team's kind of morale going into this game? What's the mindset? And then what do you think it's going to take for you guys to flip that result on its head and you guys come away with the victory when Wesleyan travels down to Pooler this Friday night? Um, well, we definitely have to play differently than we did last week, not making mistakes, not beating ourselves. Um, you know, we rem- I definitely remember last year that was uh, that was heartbreaking. There were a few tears shed after the game. But, uh, you know, I, I think that's motivation for us this year to take it to them. I mean, last year we went to their place. This year they're coming to our place. We got home field advantage, have the crowd behind our backs. I think uh, – I think we I think we're ready for them this year. I think it's a very different game. I I think we're a more dynamic team, we're a better team than we were last year and I think uh they're like they're pretty much the same team we played last year. I think we'll be ready for them this week. All right, Carter, and you hinted at it there, so we'll we'll talk a little bit about this now, the home field advantage. So you guys get to host Wesleyan this week and we just learned some news right before we started this and at the tail end of Baker's uh, interview that you guys will get to host next week if you're able to get past Wesleyan. Talk a little bit about what that means for the team. What difference does it make to be able to play at your home field in front of your home fans in Pooler Stadium versus having to travel up to some of these Atlanta schools? What does that do for your guys' mindset? How does it affect your play? And what do you think that does to the other teams that come in here and just just kind of set up that atmosphere for all of those listening well uh you know when you, you know, this seems around four hours away from here so i'll be traveling four hours um that'll it's one of those things where you're sitting on a bus all all day you, know, you make stops here and there but you're pretty much stuck in an uncomfortable position for four hours your body kind of tenses up a little bit you're maybe not as prepared for the game because you don't feel as good I think you know when you're at home you have all those people you know all those people you go to school with cheering you know cheering for you cheering your name on you know giving you a little motivation to you know take it to them because you got people who are coming to watch you and it makes it feel like you know the game matters a little more than I guess being going away not to say that it doesn't matter because it does but you know it gives you a little more boost and uh you know when you're traveling away you you just on a bus and you're sitting down for four hours and you just it it it's not the most comfortable thing to do in the world it doesn't prepare you the way maybe you know being at home getting prepared listening to music being around your teammates in the locker room just getting prepared i I think that gives you the advantage awesome and carter 
so you guys you guys are pretty deep into the season now i would say all the way in the elite eight of the state playoffs but looking back a little bit at this season you guys have one loss in the regular season to a really really talented team who has won state championship after state championship at a different level than us and you guys come away as region champs, undefeated in the region. Um, you beat all the local teams here. So when you look back at this year, what do you think has separated you and your team from all the other teams you guys have had to compete against? And then also talk a little bit about you being a junior and this senior class kind of taking on this leadership role. What have you learned from them? And what do you hope to implement next year when you transition into that senior role to where you guys can have success similar to what you guys have had this year with this team? Well, I think all that starts before the season in the summer, doing all those workouts, because, you know, that's when you find out who your leaders are, the guys who show up every day, put in the work. I mean, and previously this year, uh, we weren't exactly sure who our leaders were, but then uh, we had some guys step up and we got behind them and, you know, we started steamrolling. Then, like you said, we came up to a very talented John Millage team who took it to us. We learned what it felt like to get beat. I don't know if we'll play another team like them, but we felt we felt like maybe some of the teams we beat and feel like. And now we know we don't want to lose. We want to do what John Millage did to us. We want to go take it to every team we play from here on out. All right, Carter. And last thing to wrap it up, two years ago, your freshman year, you guys played Eagles Landing in the Final Four, and you lost, falling short, and you watched them go on to the state championship and bring home a state tr championship trophy. Last year, you go to the Elite Eight and play Wesleyan and come up short, and then you watch Wesleyan go on to play Eagles Landing in the state championship. This year, you guys are back in the Elite Eight playing Wesleyan. Another chance for you guys – to capitalize on a deep playoff run with a talented team. Talk about maybe what makes this year's team different from the past two years and tell me just how far you think you guys can go and you guys can take this team and how special of a year it could be. Well, first, I, I think I think we could go to state. I think we can win it. We've got a tough Wesleyan team to beat. We beat them. I think we'll, we'll either be playing Prince Avenue or Eagles Landing. Like you said, two years ago we lost Eagles Landing. They're an ex they were a very experienced team at the time. I mean, you know, my freshman year that was Coach Woolward's first year as a head coach. Uh, brought his new offense, Coach Walsh's you know new defense, and I you know we learned it in less than a in less than half a year, something like that. We weren't very experienced with it, and that team was very experienced, and they they took it to us. And last year we played Wesleyan. And I don't think we were – I think we leaned on some places more. I think we leaned on Markwell too much last year because some of us couldn't step up. But a lot of us have gotten better this year. You know, Spencer, Eli, Hester, uh, you know, offensive line's gotten better. Jordan Hoffman, George Futch. Um, we've – you know, I've gotten better. We've all gotten a lot better than we were last year. And we're more experienced. We know what it takes to win now. We know what this team will do to us if we don't take it to them. I, and I think we we beat them. I really do think we could go to the state and we could win state. And I think we could do it. All right, Carter. It's always a pleasure, man. Thanks for stopping by and talking with us here on the Raider Nation podcast.
And that's all the time we have on the Raider Nation podcast. We want to thank you for joining us. As always, we want to thank our sponsors, Grassy Roofing and Vaden of Pooler. We want to remind you that you can get tickets to any of the SCPS Athletics home sporting events by going to GoFan.co or downloading the GoFan app. And you can keep up with all things Raider Athletics on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook by following us at SCPS Athletics.